True believers to another exciting episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations for finding secret hidden cities with massive technological advancements that you aren't allowed to have or use, you fucking colonizers. <laughs> this is episode 73, and today we're excited to talk to you, the listener, about MCU Phase 3's seminal classic Black Panther. Now, Let's get on with the show. We are your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the not funny guys. I am your host, Casey. Still ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, Franklin. And I'm joined <laughs> by my two co-hosts, the other members of the not funny guys, Dr. John. So what's wrong with taking the Backstreet's Evans? And Eric, all that glitters is gold line barter. Oh, wow. And with that out of the way, we'd like to remind you all that if it doesn't say not funny guys, then it's probably not us. Gentlemen, let's pour one out and say hello. Way to break the mold with that opening. Yeah, good one. Hey, oh. How did drum stick in your brain starts ticking, right, Casey? <laughs> that's right. Stop ticking. Look, everyone looks alike. I can't help it. They both look alike. Smash Mouth and Bare Naked Ladies are nothing alike. Wow. I know. Let's that's be honest. So a lot of people thought the lead singer of Smash Mouth was Guy Ferrari. You might well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I also mispronounced his name on purpose. Listeners, do not write in to tell me I missed. You might as well like confuse them with the mighty mighty boss tones or something at this point. No, he likes that band. Well, oh, I don't like that band. He, oh, we yeah. found the one. <laughs> <laughs> if their name's not Tay Tay, I ain't listening. <laughs> she's that or Billie Eilish. She's or coming to movie theaters. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's coming. I to movie know theaters. she's coming to movie theaters. She I'm actually debating going. 24 hours. <laughs> it's oh sold God. out here. You can't. They oh, are wow. adding more tickets though. Wow. They sold out like within 30 minutes here. Well, she along and with Beyonce that's almost and every Barbie stream. are. Her Beyonce and Barbie are keeping our economy afloat. So. Oh my God! What would it be? A a Barbie Swift. A Swift Barbie, like if you did both instead of Oppenheimer, oh you added like Taylor Swift and Barbie together. A Swift Barbie, <laughs> a Swifty. I think you should let that one go. Let's a just barfed, don't. yeah, no, just don't. It doesn't work sometimes. So, the combinations don't work. Quit trying to make I'm French gonna... happen. <laughs> so, something from another Take podcast. Your own I was advice. listening, so I was listening to another podcast and they were discussing. So I'm gonna do their joke, but I'm gonna do it anyway. They were talking about um, how Oppenheimer, everyone's like looking for the next uh, Barbenheimer thing. Sure. And how they're hoping that, that Willy Wonka gets moved to May, just like Dune, and does the same day so you can have a Timothy Shella May summer. Boo. No. Boo. Boo. Look, Dune is moved to March, isn't it? It's March. Did they move again? That was I March. thought it was May. No, March. Are you sure? Check me. Just go. I'll fact check. You. Let's Keep split going. the difference. Call it. April. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna fact check me. So while John is fact checking me because he's a professor, he's he's living to give me that F, which I probably he's deserve. got that red um, pen in here. March fifteenth. I could see March fifteenth. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. I'm, t- I'm calling it now. May. They're gonna push that shit out to May. <laughs> this strike is not about to be over. Not after some of the stuff that's come out today. Is it going it to December? What do you guys think? Oh, it's easily gonna go to December. I don't remember who it was. I wish I remembered the site. I think it was Deadline 
Um, I'm which fairly confident by discussing... The pub, which is owned by the producers and the owners. So they I'm, wouldn't I'm, necessarily be the most reliable source, but okay. I, I know the Twitter handle that I read the original article was discussing films. And it I'm, I'm pulling it up now because I want to get the exact uh, thing sure. correct. Sure. It should sure. be. Um, Eric, tell me what you're doing. And I'm gonna then I'll say this. Well, how was your week? My week first. was good. Um, we won trivia, so I'm glad you way said to go. that before he had to ask you. That was go good pair of pairs. Um, way to go, Wait, Marie. What What's your name? Way to go, Allison. Pair of a pair of pairs. So the OG oh, pair. Okay. Okay. OG pair is Paris, Allison, Rachel, and Eric. P A R E, and then it's pair of pairs because we teamed up. Uh, so it's it started as pair of pairs, just you know P A I R, but now it's pair P A R E of pairs because we're cute like that. Well, you know that neither one. Of I you regret are having asked. <laughs> None of you are an actually pair. So um, unless we're going with no, P- we got we got like A-R. we got like logos and everything, man. We're fucking legit, and we're the heels because we fucking win everything. So people hate us. We're basically the the wrestling heels. We've already you're the NWO of the 1990s. Got it? Yeah, New World Order. We walk Just in the like building the AMP- and like X are X are crotches, and it's like ah. <laughs> you're, you're the heels, just like the AMPTA. I found the thing. Um, Sag Afra's <laughs> Duncan Crabtree, Ireland says that they were willing to continue negotiating the strike, um, but the studios have said no, that it would be quite some time before they would be ready to speak again. So this is going to go on for a while. So, so here's a question. Expect to watch your Dune in May, John. I know I know we got to get to shit, but like, what do we, what do, we do as consumers to mm-hmm. speed this up what do we do to like i don't want to say just hurt the amtp because i believe both parties need to approach in good faith but what do we do to prove that like the catalog of streaming the catalog of all the shit in the backlog that like they think that's going to suffice how do we pressure them to give us new shit instead i'm gonna tell you part of the problem is that the AMTP they have stuff people- saved up I know. AMTP people seem to have uh, be like out of touch billionaires who don't seem uh-huh. to understand reality, which is part of their problem. I mean, Elon yeah. Musk right now is the classic example of like, oh, I think I know what I can do. And then bleh. I mean, these guys are in the yeah. same league where they somehow yeah. have yeah. insulated themselves in such a way they need to have their balls busted hard. Yeah, it's so how do we bust their balls? S- That's what I'm asking. So True. so they have enough stuff saved up for a long time that they can keep putting out shit. So right now, my advice would be we follow SAG and WGA's lead mm-hmm. and we just keep supporting them. And the polling is that way. It is the only thing in this country that both parties agree that this strike is a good strike and worth it. Um, are there, we can do our part by not talking about that. We by not talking about these projects and following the same guidelines they do. Yeah. Now, no, the are there places we could donate, John? Is that something we can put in show notes? There, there are places that we, we can should donate, probably put that in the um, show notes. Sure. Yeah. Um, now, I, when I say follow their lead, when they when the WGA and SAG start saying, "Okay, now it's time to hit them where it hurts at their pocket," but start boycotting films and going to the movie theater and all that and streaming services, They've I say we just take their lead. They've and, already got a problem with that. That's already a huge problem. They're not on an upswing I know. when it comes to the theaters. I know, but when they say it's time to do a full-on boycott, we all just do it and let them let yeah. the AMPTA realize that 
everyone means business. Turn the screws on them. Happen. They're going like, to lose money on everything they, they put out. Yeah, I guess. The and it's two sticking too like, points. Are we getting to a place where we're about to cross the threshold into like the B quality of stuff or the C quality of stuff where like they're really rolling out things for new, but we're not it's it's quantity over quality, you know, at that point. Well, that will always happen. But I mean, that'll always happen. But will we just make the point towards the quantity, not the quality? Because I feel like in a normal situation, there's both. But now we're only going to get the kind of shit that they wouldn't release otherwise or. That's that I think back. it's going to be the I think it's going to be the the quantity over quality once the stri- if this strike goes into next year. Yeah. Okay. That's when you'll have that because the, everyone's going to be rushing. If this strike goes into next out. year. We'll, we'll be closing in on a year at that point of the strike because I think we went in it what, could June, happen. end of May. Yeah, it could happen. It is quite hey, Zaslav or but, Iger, if you're listening yeah, to this, pay, go suck it. Pay your people. Pay yeah. Your people. Yes, please pay your you people. You rich a-holes guys pay your people art now, isn't free. i wanted to say there's two art isn't there's free two we go to a points. lot of museums hold on art isn't free art isn't free plain and simple right we watch movies we watch tv shows we read shit we we fucking scroll through tiktok i don't care what it is if you're watching someone who created something else that took their time that took their resources that took their personal bank accounts time is their money drive. folks an artist's work is worth their is worth it, right? I'm pay, in. Pay an artist for their work. It doesn't matter if you liked it. If you watched it, you earned it, right? You earned it as an audience member. Let them earn it as an actor. Let them earn it as a writer. Let them earn it as an editor. Let them earn it as a cameraman. Whatever it may be, let them earn it. Sorry. I'm in. No, all good. Um, there's two sticking points, apparently, that they're just not willing to negotiate on AI, which we knew about. And um, not releasing their information on how many like watchers and stuff they have. They want to black uh, the easiest it. thing they could do, mm-hmm. and they're refusing to do it. Well, the thing about the black boxing of it is because they don't want people to know how much money they throw away at garbage. They throw away well, yeah. so much money oh, yeah. on developmental deals or contracts on this. Well, like they throw it around. They throw it away on people who just like had a big I'll, I'll use the guys from game of thrones but it's not the guys from game of thrones had the rushed out the door and left us with a crap product on the way out because they wanted to get on to this big developmental deal and they haven't really put out anything they just got handed a ton of money and that's because these companies throw money away on people who are producing nothing sometimes well it's nothing. not just that it's it's also the, by blocking out this information it's the way of being like Eric, I know you signed this contract, and I I promise yeah. to pay you residuals based on X, but you got to take my word on it. I mean, I, I know everyone says Suits is the best watch thing right now, but yeah, no one actually watched it. It's no one did zero. I mean, no yeah. one watched it. You have it was to trust all, it me. was the mainstream media just really hyped it up. Yeah, you have to trust, and I know our algorithm is saying it's the most watched thing, but it's wrong. Oh, you had it recommended it to you? Well, that's just because. We're listening in on on radio. You know what? I'll trust AI in the hands of people like this when they can actually tell me how their algorithm works, because they can't. That is also true. So explain the algorithm to me, and then I'll trust you with AI. Good luck. Well, all that said, we're still going to be in the strike next year. I fully see it. I do not see this thing ending anytime soon. I'd like to think that will be done because SAG just authorized another one. What? 
SAG just authorized another strike. They're going to they do strike on video game companies. It? Oh, no, they're going to strike on video game companies because they're taking advantage of actors over there and not. So we're going to lose our Nolan basically over there. Like your voice. Well, you're going to read. Yeah. Oh, yes. That Nolan. Yes. Yeah. Any of them that are SAG. SAG So we're basically about to see a halt in video game production now. Any voice. Does that mean voiceover work with cartoons and stuff as well? Cartoons, I believe, are different. That voice acting union is different. I think I know their writers are different, but I think their um, voice actors are different. But I just, I just see because another reason I think this is also going to go into next year. This is the um, conspiracy theory side of me um, mm-hmm. coming in, but I think all the studios are using this as a way to do a massive massive tax write-off because Zaslav and Disney were already trying Ooh. to save money. They Zaslav needed to cut like $80 million or whatever. No, I started having 80 billion crazy number. He had to cut because of buying over. If they can tank this year financially, they can write it all off. And I no think that's what corporate part of bailouts. I want no corporate bailouts. Yep. I'm going to channel my inner, uh, you know, inner Bernie Sanders right now. And can we like not, <laughs> we, can we write our government and ask them, can we have the IRS deny them these tax claims this year? It should be allowed to be nice. Because you, know, you know who gets screwed. The IRS is very good at uh, targeting its energy on people who are lower down the rung. I want them to go after the big fish at the top. Mm-hmm. Who they would have to have really are the ones who are hoarding the money. Yeah. Just turn all of your attention to that. You know yeah. what? If they turned their back and ignored anything that was going on, with people who are making like under $250,000 and spent all their time going after people making over a million dollars, I'm very sure they'd make up the difference by, I'm sure they would. you know, just saying, I'm sure they would. They should cut all the, the, the guys like us down at the bottom, cut us some slack, go after the people we really want to see who are the people who are really putting a drain on our economy and exploiting the system. Go after them. So you got to go. Those are the people with lobbyists. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Thanks. So I, want I, to th- I want to I, once again thanks to the Supreme Court for t- for telling us all that money equals power. Thanks a lot, buddy. Money I, equals. I so Eric, Eric, pizza bet. I'm telling you, come the first or second week of January, this strike is going to magically open up where conversations start happening. Really? Because they will have tanked the year already, and they can write it off. They will be able to say all our whole summer was washed. Yeah, Barbenheimer puts a lie to that though. Yeah. I mean, but only for two studios, only two studios, Warner Brothers, but Warner Brothers could go. Sony Sony will be able to look at Spider-Man. Sony. Yes, some of them will be able to. But look at the things that are going to tank. They what have they kept that? What have Warner Brothers keep this year that hasn't magically moved? Wonka means they don't really have a lot of faith in it or they're hoping that the strike will be over by then. But I don't think so because they left Aquaman. They're leaving Aquaman and not moving it because wait, they know wait, that that's going to I forgot that move is coming out. So when <laughs> it's like Christmas, it's like a Christmas. Really? Because no one's going to watch it. Disney's moved everything but two movies. They've they yeah. left Wish and they left the Marvels, and I'm betting both of those are probably going to move. Like there's there's some weird stuff going on. I I totally think they're going to try to write this stuff off. They're going to use it as a tax write off. So that's the that's the um, I think they should I think we should I, yeah, if you want if you want a loophole to get rid of let's get rid of that loophole right there 
Let's find a way to get rid of that nonsense. Let's write that out. Can we get some congressmen on this, folks? Let's write our congressmen. If you're listening, write your congressmen. Tell them you want to co- you want them to sponsor a bill to remove tax loopholes. And guess what? I guarantee you can get Republicans and Democrats on this one because you're going to go after Hollywood. I guarantee you can get both. I can so bet you the, can even get some polling, MAGA people on this. Come on, I bet Marjorie in the, in Taylor Green would get on this. In the polling, what's been what's fascinating because I said both sides are for this strike. They are. They're like overwhelmingly for this side. When you break it down, Republicans and Democrats, when looking at writers, they're equal almost. They're pretty damn close to equal. When you look at actors, Republicans drop down. Those are they're like, God, fuck those guys. We don't, we don't they, care they, about they, them. They assume that all actors uh, vote Democrat. That's why. Of course. Of Not course. actually There's true, but... Glenn Eastwood, it's a, it's a Hollywood, Hollywood perception. I'm pretty sure Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Probably <laughs> I was about to say, Chris Pratt. Could you please, yeah, uh, Chris, call us, call us, call us. I know, I know. Um, um, I know I'm, I'm sure a couple of them vote for uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. if they get a chance. So, sure, so, they probably will. That weirdo. Um, all right, that's right. So, cool. We're going. Aside, we're going all over the place tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Let's save we it for are. the. Let's save, let's save it for the politics podcast, guys. Okay. There you go. Save it for the poll. Green room politics. We're going to call folks. it. We're going to call it. Q time. That's going to be our policy. Oh, God, no, we're not doing not. that. God, okay, so anyway, we're going to get ratioed out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Eric, you won at trivia. I did. John, he cried into a bucket because he won't see Dune. I went to Shut a UFO festival. Mouth. I know you did. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I just want to keep saying that. I went to a UFO festival. It was interesting. I'm sure it was. Are, are you they, are you stuck in the mud in Burning Man? Is that what's happening right now? No. I saw a video of climate protesters trying to prevent people from getting there. I and I realized that, now yeah, yeah. they were trying to help them out. Yes. <laughs> if only they'd listen, right? Rachel knows some people there. I used to so, know some uh, people uh, there. Now, I, want, I know who know who they're now. Well, Okay. At least they were when Rich loved it. Um, I I was today years old. Actually, I was yesterday years old when I learned <laughs> that there's a sex plane at Burning Man. What? That's right. There's they, there's yeah. a small there's a small plane that they took the passenger seats out and put a bed in so you can line up at 5 a.m. and try to get a spot where the the pilot will fly you up, let you join the Mile High Club in style, and then land. Pop in the next person, do it all over again. There's no barrier from what ew, I've seen in the photos ew. of the captain. That's kind of that, that you that you're immediately going after somebody else. There's no turnaround. There's no turnover service in this, obviously. There's a lot of people at Burning Man who are weird. So to uh, be nice are. and generous. And so and muddy and dirty some, and smelly. Yeah, exactly. To see that there's some sort of um, <laughs> but, sex stuff going but on. Now, wait, it's shocking. There's a lot of nudists now, there too. But the sex plane is it's just it blew my mind and it's hilarious to me. Could you imagine like you're like, all right, I'm excited. All right, I'm second in line. <laughs> that plane goes up and you're like <laughs> Fuck, it's been like 40 minutes. Will you just hurry up? I got things to do. And then like and then Sting lands and you're like, Sting! <laughs> well, I was thinking, but then you go and the person behind you, the couple behind you is like, fuck, I hope this isn't like that. And the plane goes up 
it probably lands right back down. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was say like <laughs> some performance issues. <laughs> no, I was. Is it a set like amount of time, like, no, or is it saying, just like performance issues? <laughs> Either way. Oh, okay, gotcha. Probably, I probably. Good heavens. Anyway, I was uh, yesterday years old when I learned about All this. Right, let's get back to film. And it now. cracks me up. <laughs> I'm sure someone's yeah, filming. There's not a documentary pod, about. Pod, there's pod. not a documentary about the Burning Man sex plane. Oh, there is then, not. Eric, there's... I've got a pitch for you for next year. Have we're I gonna, got a bridge gonna... for you? <laughs> <laughs> let's do Ken Burns. We have got your next subject. <laughs> you okay i'm sorry i derailed it there i'm really sorry <laughs> I broke my dearest venus <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you might not be able to tell but we actually do talk about movies here my dearest moonflower. Black... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about Black Panther. Um, so to get back on the subject, the way this all came about, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we we do our normal things. Um, we've got we started around uh, episode forty three with the Marvel stuff. We've been doing other things. We you know we did Godfather. Um, we did. Oh hell, I don't even remember. It's been so long ago. It feels like so many other movies. Anyway, well, point we all being, remember my 42. New Year's res- Oh God, forty-two. Yeah. Oh, never watching fun. that again. It was fun, but oh. yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was yeah, a lot. never watching forty-two again. Anyway, my New Year's res was to watch all the Marvel movies. Like, and Eric's like, "Well, we should add that to the podcast." I was like, "Do you realize what I mean?" He goes, "Yeah, the MCU." I'm like, "No, all the Marvel movies, seventies Doctor Strange, John's mm-hmm. favorite." man thing my least favorite <laughs> like all these movies and eric's like well let's still just do it as the pod let's see what happens and so um we're gonna do it we're gonna go through all the marvel movies this year i mean wow. some weeks we got a ton of them to talk about and some weeks like this one we get one movie to talk about so you're giving a recap and like then, it's a season ender jesus fucking christ <laughs> I, I feel like people are confused by the burning man conversation and need to know where the hell they're listening we've gone off it's how long are we in here I'm I'm hoping Black Panther brings some in some listeners. So I like to throw some curveballs every now and then, and I'm going to do it right now to these guys. They don't know what? it yet, but guys, um, you know, next week we're um we're going to be watching a certain movie about a war that goes on forever and ever. Yeah, I think because Disney Plus is adding in a new show, we should throw it into the mix. So I'm adding it to the calendar now. Next week we will also watch Groot. I am Groot season two. Ooh, so, right, oh, a little audible in there. Um, so that way we wait. Can still wait, get was it already everything. scheduled somewhere else in the in the thing? Are we moving things around totally, or was um, it not it scheduled? Was, I'm fairly confident it was not actually scheduled. Wow! But you now going? you now you make me question myself. So I will figure this out while we are. Uh, <laughs> it was not actually scheduled because I don't think it was announced when I created the schedule. Yeah, you're right. I, don't I think, feel like um, it was just kind of like what they did. What? Yeah, I think it was just like a secret thing. Um, Good on them. Because they didn't make it season one until right around the time we were watching it anyway. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we're talking about Black Panther this week. Um, and it's it's going to be a doozy. I have <laughs> I have a feeling that Eric's got some hot takes on Black Panther. So Black Panther 2018, um, it's a Disney movie, roughly two hours and 15 minutes. It is an origin. So if you have origin fatigue, I'm sorry now. 
because you're still going to get more origin movies for a while. Ryan Coogler, fresh off of Creed, comes over and does a knockout job. Oh, yes. he does so good in this. Um, Ryan Coogler also wrote this with Joe Robert Cole, and the composer was Ludwig Garnson. I'm really sorry, Ludwig. I got your first name, though. So <laughs> Your music's great. Ludwig. I love your music. I love your music. I can't pronounce your name. I'm sorry. And just like that, I'm warning the cast. I'm really sorry now. So cast in this thing is phenomenal. I love this cast. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Wow, what um, gravitas he brings, doesn't he? Oh, he's so good. Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Speaking of gravitas. Um, I, I think this is his best role. I haven't watched Creed yet. It's on my list. I will watch it um, probably before the end of the, the summer. Um, but this I think is his best role. Uh, we'll get Lapita we'll Nyongas um, as Nakia. Oh, Lapita is so good. Oh my God, is she good in this? Um, Danny Guerrera as Okoye. She's also phenomenal. Martin yeah. Freeman as Ross. Daniel Kaluuya um, as uh, Mukabe. So good. I'm sorry, I have the hiccups. Loretta Wright <laughs> as Shuri. She is amazing. Winston Duke, you're just amazing for your name, but you're also so fucking good oh as my M'Baku. God. There is no I other M'Baku. M'Baku. There is no other M'Baku out there. He is M'Baku. Yeah. And, and then you get Sterling K. Brown yeah. as Jabu, and he's so good. And you watch the movie, and you're like, God, where you're in the beginning, it sucks. Where's the rest of you? And then when you get later in the movie, you see him again. It's like, oh, I get it. Oh, this mm-hmm. was so good. I get why you did this. Angela Bassett as Ramona, Forrest Whitaker as Zuri, Andy Serkis as Claw, Florence Kasumba as Aye, I think that's how you pronounce her name, um, John Kane as T'Chaka, who we've seen before, but he's so good, Stan Lee, ah, this random guy who keeps showing up in everything, Stan Lee <laughs> as the thirsty gambler, and then Trevor Noah, the hidden role in this movie, Trevor Noah as, right. and I can't, I don't it's like Groit, Groit, Groot. I don't know how they pronounce. I don't. I don't think they actually say it in this. He's one. the I think AI it's the sequel. Yeah, yeah. He's the AI, but I don't think they say his name until the sequel. Yeah, sequel. Um, but um, yeah. Oh, such an amazing cast. Really. I mean, they were Great already knocking cast. out of the park with the others, but fuck, this cast is amazing. Everybody performs on such a high level in this film. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. And stop even, casting even, all the even beautiful the t- people. And even though two white guys. Really didn't drag it down too much. It was great to see that they didn't really drag it down. They managed to keep pace. Very impressive. They the token though. white guys, the yeah, good token white like... guy, and the bad token yeah. white guy. Exactly. We didn't need any others, and it's it's so good. Oh man! And again, like I said, stop casting all the pretty people. Like everyone in this movie, is <laughs> like gorgeous. me. If you want to write I in, know, and like ask, ask, write in and ask Casey about his thing for Shuri, and he'll tell you I don't in know what details you're talking about. I'll tell you in vivid detail. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, Eric, as I like to do with these, it's I like crushed. to show you what some of these characters look like. This. Be careful. So, <laughs> in, uh, in 2018, Eric, this is what Black Panther looked like in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, pretty similar to the movie. Yeah. Um, this is, is that his getting first ready, appearance. you think, or is that just by coincidence? That was Tantanasi Coates right there writing, yeah. too. Yeah. That's um, this is first appearance. Um, this is this is from the Marvel Knights. Uh, This is the Marvel Knights run when um, Casada was running Marvel Knights. Is Killmonger's Panther canon? 
in the comics? I believe he is. I didn't pull a picture of Killmonger's, but I believe he did get to be at one point. And this is just another shot that I liked of him. I'm now, really sad. I'm really sad about Killmonger's fate. We we lost a good since, character there. Since you mentioned Killmonger, yes. um, here's Killmonger. What he looked like. In Very the different. Very different. It is Priest. Slightly I was right. Priest. It's Priest run. Yeah. yeah. Slightly, slightly different. Um, but but notice the, priest. what is that? Is that a panther cheetah in the background? That's a leopard. Leopard. That was the print yeah. on his mask, if you remember. Like right? mm-hmm. when his mask You're would right. kind of go, like he yeah. had that leopard print. So like maybe there's something to that. Subtle nods. Mm-hmm. Subtle nods. Here's another more moderner take of um, Killmonger. I did love Killmonger's hair in this. I thought it was really a cool style. I agree. Um, for that, let's... Um, oh, M'Baku. So there's M'Baku. This was the first time I also understood what you meant by like, Killmonger's the most empathetic of the villains yet. Yeah. At this yes. point in time, he is the most empathetic. Yeah, at villain. this point. Uh, let's see. Who else do we got? No. Okay, so... Like um oh who who did we see in Civil him War? And Vulture again? Both. Him and Vulture have a sympathy to him. Well the Civil War is another um you oh you mean uh, Zemo. Yeah, Zemo, thank you. He has a sympathy yeah. to him as well. Yeah. yeah. That's where it makes, like, it, it, like, makes the, it harder to That's hate where I feel them. like we start tipping into the like the the it, the villains are justified. Well, it so. makes them it makes it harder. It gives them more complexity. It moves them beyond yeah. some yeah. two-dimensional caricature and really gets you into a more modern conception. But I feel like... I, it's part of the evolution of Marvel's, you know, stories is that you can't keep having two-dimensional cutout villains. Right. People get tired mm-hmm. of that. But if you give them complex villains, you know, I know Spider Man One, Spider Man Two. Casey is a very big fan of the complex villain, so he is a connoisseur. I love, I love swords. Uh, folks, and there's nothing. And that's why write Casey and ask him about Hannibal Lecter. He'll tell you a lot. Oh, but I it, fucking but love it, Hannibal Lecter. But the <laughs> MCU Phase One and Phase Two were all 2D villains. I feel like that's the thing. Like Phase One and Phase Two. And I and so I Phase Three is was... where we start seeing, like depth in in the villain as much as we see them in the characters of the main characters because i I, I think that was early producers be in studio heads being like you can't have a villain that we sympathize with sure. you can't do it americans can't take it and by phase three marvel's like look the comics have been proven we can't and we're gonna do it we want you to love the villains as much as you hate the villains because you will hate a villain more because you love them you think there's, there's anything... something weird about it where you'll be like, I love this character so much. And then when they turn and you're like, oh, you've crossed that line. You, the hatred just grows so much more. We have a sympathy for the devil, my friend. Sympathy well, to that, devil. to that point, do you feel like there's any sort of turn in terms of how we're treating villains too? Because I feel like phase three, I think we're still integrally here is where we we're in phase three. Yeah. This isn't a good example, this week's movie, but it's the first phase where we stop really killing the villains and we start maybe locking them up instead. We start kind of having an alternate path for them where it's like, on one hand, yes, they were villains, but on the other hand, let's see if they have a path to redemption, right? Even Zemo, right? With with uh, T'Challa. I think that was a little bit more and fans were like, stop killing the villains because we would love like them to come back to yeah they're they're good people we need they're good characters we need them again yeah i, I mean stop. i have that feeling well, about there's, killmonger there's an God entire, damn, they there's, got rid of there's an entire good... message built in with that relationship though because 
it becomes, you know, and if you go back to Civil War for for T'Challa, it's about realizing that there's a poison in his system that is hate mm-hmm. and yeah. that he is seeing what is happening between Tony and Steve and what it's done to them. And he is learning a lesson in real time. And he's able to apply that because he should or could just as easily kill Zemo. So it's not like we're just saving Zemo for the sake of saving Zemo. We're also doing it with a purpose. It's not just some sort of throwaway critique. It's not just Zemo that we're paying attention to. It's the Black Panther. Yes. But that and that's what it should have been in the comics. That's the story we're really we're really following in that in that moment of redemption. Well, that's like why Batman doesn't kill Joker, because he can't go Mm -hmm. that far. He has to stop himself. Well, am I, am I dark to think that the Batman can't kill Joker because they need each other? <laughs> well, there are certain interpretations that do say that. And hey, obviously, yeah. it seems like Joker might need him. But See, I think tell our Batman uh, watch. Save oh, yeah, we Batman need to save watch. that. Save that one. Save all that right, one. All right, Put that right, one away somewhere. All right. So real quick, I just want to get the rest of these real fast. Um, Eric, this is what the Dora look like in here. Dora so Malage. pretty similar. Yep. And they were actually in that priest run was where they were actually introduced, Mm -hmm. I do believe. Is it two words, Um, Dora Melange? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, they, I mean, it's right here. You can see in the. Image. I feel like you always Malage. hear it Dora Malage, so I never know if it's. They do seem to feel like they run it together, yeah. but I do believe it's two words. Yes. All right. I think we are. Yeah. Correct. This is Okoye in the comics. She is one of the most like, like Rachel loves this movie when we watch again. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot how badass the women are. In this. My ki- my kids love yes. this movie. Prob- it's probably awesome. Movie. It's if it's not Spider-Man, this yeah. one's really high up in my kids opinions as one of their favorites. It is they love um, the soundtrack. Is... Black too. Panther's just a cool oh, character. It can oh, just pull off some major yes. shit. And the way they depict depict him is just so good. Yeah. I mean, we're already hard. Absolutely. I love the energy. Um, this is this is Shuri. All right. Um, but let me show you a better image of Shuri. <laughs> that feels Let's like see. a paint by numbers comic book that you had. <laughs> Here's Shuri. It's a kid's comic book, man. Um from, all right, all right. That's cool. From the comics. Yeah, that's a cooler image. That's um, better. <laughs> so we, she gets she gets some really good uh imagery from the books um oh here's a, i feel here's like that actress story. is like comic book level thin and and that really comes across in black panther 2 yes yeah um this is one of my favorite um that's a good one comic images of, of shuri and then um one last one um just so eric so does she become black panther with. in the comic she books? does yes she was for a time yes yeah. yeah, for a small time um claw! this is claw <laughs> this is what we could have had, Eric. We could You're have afraid had. I'm glad we didn't have that ah. red spandex suit. I'm kind of <laughs> glad what we got. We got. We got. I also like the fact that we set up Ford in Civil War in a very strange way by having Ult. Oh, I'm sorry, Age of Ultron. My bad. Age of having Ultron. A, having yeah. Ultron cut off his arm, which mm-hmm. actually gave yep. us the situation where we now got the prosthetic sound weapon. You know, vibranium weapon arm. Notice though, different yeah. arm than the comic book. It is. No, we went. We went left. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay I wonder if that. that was a conscious choice. It could have just been Andy Circus could be left-handed, and they were like, "Let's let's do that." So it's his dominant hand is mm. the one yeah. he gets the weapon. It's the one he'll be easiest um, to, to move with. So I want to say I want to start with my notes right before we get into it. My first thing I wrote in my notes: it's about damn time. That is how I start in my notes for this movie. It's about damn time that one we get. A mo- just a movie in general, a major motion picture that is like, you know what? We're going to actually do a hero that is not for white people. No, I appreciate We're going to do that. a movie that is just, it is all about, in this case, African culture. 
very specifically. Um, and they don't do that. Now we have Barbie, which that one, my comp- my first note will be, it's about day and time that we make a movie for women. Um, so kudos to Marvel for doing this. It's, and I think what, it I took think what's you a important, while to get there. I know. And I think what's important, I think what's important to remember here is that just because it's not um, all about white people doesn't mean that white people can't appreciate it or enjoy it. The same thing with Barbie and exactly. I'm a man. And that's the thing is that it's good that we have these different points of view that we can come to it the same way as we might come to anything else and find um, not only something that is enjoyable, but something that teaches us, you know, mm-hmm. lets us experience something that's different because we all benefit from that kind of stuff. We all benefit from learning and experiencing new ways. And I, I'm speaking from this personally because um for those who don't know, I teach at an HBCU. I'm a white guy teaching at a historically black college or university. And I will what? say, I'm sorry. Yeah, they I regret know. that every and, day. No, they don't. <laughs> Actually, they love me for it. But one of the things that inspired me to do that was that learning about things involving the civil rights movement and things in graphic novels like Andrew Iden with along with um, John Lewis and Nate Powell's March series. And I became very fascinated by things that I didn't know about. And so mm-hmm. I took the job partly because I wanted to learn as much as to teach. And I feel like I've learned a lot of stuff since being there. And I've come to appreciate things that were not necessarily um, native to my, shall we say, traditional middle-class white culture. It was getting that exposure to something new, something different that has enhanced who I am as an individual in my knowledge and my understanding. And I think um, we all benefit from that. And everybody who enjoyed Black Panther, unlike Ben Shapiro, who didn't enjoy Barbie either, but he also didn't enjoy Black Panther, apparently, get over yourself what yeah i know i'm I'm holding on to that nugget for a while i (laughs) I want to one thing come for me ben come on one thing i think that makes this movie do so well um other i mean it's beautifully written it's beautifully shot everything is so gorgeous in it i think it allows for audiences um to look at and go hey look at the beauty i didn't know this culture I didn't mm-hmm. know again very specifically African culture. We are very specific to talk about Africa. Yeah. Um. I didn't know this culture. I'm learning new things. The colors, the vividness. Yeah. The um. The clothing styles because they were trying to. My understanding is they were trying their hardest to make the clothing styles and everything be as authentic as possible. There's a blending um, of Afrofuturism in here Africa. as well. There's a blending of some Afrofuturism yeah, going on here as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it shows the beauty of the culture that we, unfortunately, in America don't get to see very often. It is we live in a whitewashed country. Let's just be honest. I mean, we know it's true. We We don't get to see this. And it's so refreshing to see. I've said it before and I've said it with different ones with this and Barbie and Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Like, I'm tired of seeing myself on screen. I want to see other people on screen. For the love of God, let me see other people. Yeah, we and can this learn. Movie was the first Marvel yes. one that let me see someone other than me on screen, and I love it so much for that. Diversity is a good thing. Diversity is it's... a great thing. Oh, we learn, so... we grow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to just see a movie for purely entertainment, and though this movie purely entertains me, but it also teaches me things. It exposes mm-hmm. me to something that I didn't have growing up and experiencing Mm -hmm. growing up it taught me things and it let me add things to my own sense of understanding of the world you know i think that's great i think we we want more of that and i think one of the things we see here in phase three speaking about the evolution of our villains 
we're also seeing an evolution of our exposure and our diversity, which is something that comics has always been very good at doing. And graphic novels are leading the way in that too, to this very day. But now we're getting to see it translate into the film genre in a way, it's particularly here in phase three, that's building us and expanding our universe, not just expanding our universe in terms of characters or places we are going, but in terms of cultural exposure, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff like that. It's it's what I love so, about phase four specifically is yeah. phase four is all about diversity and introducing new cultures. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't like it um, is because they want to get back to themselves but I'm I love it. Some of my favorite Marvel movies and TV shows definitely are in phase four. Keep pushing. Um Eric, what were you about to say? I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say, well, while you guys clean yourselves off, I was gonna talk <laughs> about Black Panther. Yeah, absolutely. You're getting yeah. back to it. Well, I did, but I just wanted to point out like just the amazing like why I wrote my first note is literally it's just no, about it's, damn time. It is great. I'm not I'm not arguing yeah. any of that. I'm not arguing any <laughs> of what you guys said. <laughs> what because I was like, say it took like, too fucking long to say it. I approach the movie, I guess, differently, right? Like my first note is not like, you know, think it's about damn time. Like obviously it is, and obviously there are moments of this movie where it is hard to ignore the Afrofuturism or or the the kind of just the cultural aspects of this mm-hmm. movie. That said, I think it's it 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 was a breath of fresh air in a way that like it was a true origin story without being it was an origin story in the way that homecoming's an origin story right it's our first yeah. time meeting this character but the character has existed the character has confidence in themselves as the character to some extent at least yeah. and the character already has their 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 ethos right their their what they work for what they what they believe in what they what they strive for what they go out at night because of right um, well now, it, Eric. No, sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go ahead. Yeah, right. no. um, John, correct me if I'm wrong. This is this would technically be back T'Challa's second mission, really, as Black Panther, right? Well, we don't actually know how long Chaka would have been. Pan- yeah, that's my well, question. but he passed the, felt, pretty much. He passed when the we mantle to War. his son at some point. I think before Civil War, I think I he agree. has operated as Black Panther. So we're not 100% okay. sure. I wouldn't say that I would. By Civil this, War, he's comfortable in that. Suit. I wouldn't consider this movie an origin story. I would consider this movie an exploration of his essence, something deeper than just a straight origin story. In the same way that I wouldn't consider Spider Man Homecoming a truly an origin story. It's an essence story. It's getting at something deeper underneath the surface about the character through the through the experiences though it has elements that feel like an origin story i think there is something deeper being explored here because say with spider-man um homecoming it's sort of like you're getting really deep into this grappling effect of what is that inner divide between peter parker and spider-man and how does he actually come to some sort of equilibrium especially now that he's been thrust into an upper level thanks to tony stark and then in this movie it's about t'challa really having to come to terms with sort of like the sins of his father and the consequences that then in fact challenge him and who he but thinks think he the... is because it undermines his entire thought. Pro- it undermines his entire like childhood. His entire belief structure gets challenged yeah. because what he what thought of his father and what he finds out don't reconcile easily, you know, because he doesn't even the, see the Killmonger or... as an enemy. He doesn't yeah. want to. True. Excuse me. I think the origin though is well, one, obviously the very, 
beginning of the movie, they they give us like the here's how the vibrating gets to Earth and yes. the creation of the Black Panther. But then I think the actual origin isn't necessarily the origin of Black Panther. It's the origin no. of of T'Challa becoming king. It's him learning and becoming king and accepting the challenges and then the what happens with it and the grappling with how you're what you're the truth of your father and everything and becoming the man that you need to be to lead your people. Well, maybe think of this as like a subset of an origin story, a different a different investigation from a different angle. It's all right. I'll it, allow it. it it's uh, it's less of, I guess, of an origin story so much as an introductory story. Right. We, the audience, are completely introduced to this world building idea of Wakanda, of the Black Panther, ethos, you know, mythology and of um, vibranium. Right. So, like, there's yeah. several things as an audience that we are getting the origins of, but we are being simply introduced to it in a already existing world. I think T'Challa has been I think Black Panther was Prince T'Challa for a long time. Right. And well, yeah, he, he is just very since he was born. Well, but I think like T'Chaka, <laughs> based on this movie, was clearly right. The Black Panther for a time. I think yeah, that was, was pa- you know, to, to John's point, that was passed over long before Civil War. Uh, because it is it is not as if this movie is not T'Challa taking on Black Panther's mantle. It is taking on the king, to, to John's point. It is taking on the ruling of Wakanda and the challenges it will face both internally and externally, right? Internally being the challenge from Killmonger ultimately and externally being the way it treats the people outside of Wakanda and the, the outreach programs that will ultimately establish. Can I give you a, give you a build on this? This to me is what I would call into what I say, what I would give to my students of what I would call an analysis paper. First of all, hmm. there is an introduction of things we know, followed by a summary. And I think the summary is our flashback to what Wakanda was and what it is now. And then there is an analysis where we try to go deeper into what's going on behind all of this in Wakanda. We get into the inner workings. And this is where we get into that conflict section between their traditions and how do they handle this outsider like, say, Eric Killmonger who challenges these traditions, who literally throws in the face, but he's king. And so we're trying to get into these deeper mechanics. And it comes back to what you were saying, Eric, about and the analysis leads us to an understanding of what is Wakanda going to be going forward? Right. Because it cannot be the same. This is the origin of new Wakanda. It's it's an origin of Wakanda becoming open to the world. It has to. It has no more. There's no choice because in a way, by the end of the film, there's a realization that Killmonger was right about things. He had the wrong method. He had the right idea. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right idea, wrong method. You know, and I think T'Challa, it proves how good of a leader he is by taking in that new information. And even though he is forced to, in fact, kill Killmonger. It's not that Killmonger's death serves no purpose. It does. It serves a purpose to influence T'Challa and what he chooses to do next going forward. I mean, even the, I mean, it's we're jumping ahead here in terms of our, yes. of our scenes, this, but the idea that movie Shakespeare T'Challa oh, yeah. takes him up to see the sunset, right? Yes, it's he, not, he it's not like his... Killmonger. It's not him who yeah. makes that decision. It's, it's T'Challa making an empathetic moment at that point. And T'Challa would save him at the end of the day. It's Killmonger yeah. who ultimately allows himself to die is really the case. Sorry guys. Spoiler yeah. alert for the end of this episode. No, yeah, no. No, I think he 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 was locked into his 
what he believed was the only way he didn't he didn't right. feel he could belong in that world sure. yeah, right. yeah. he wasn't going to allow himself and so he chose to die the way he said like his ancestors a man without a country mm -hmm. who threw themselves off the boat rather than become slaves yeah. so he's making yeah. a very powerful method message that taps into like african-american diaspora and these people you know people who are here mm -hmm. in africa he represents the people who were taken and taken to America and taken to the the, the America the colonies all over the world. He was come back and it presents this point of conflict between those who never left and those who did and came back and how in a way they're kind of out of step with each other. Yeah. Taken to another country and then having your family ripped apart and away from you, like the beginning of yeah, this movie. That is also true. And then being and then being used as a tool. For the government in this well, case, he allowed to be himself. A soldier. He allowed he himself. Allow himself. He, had, he had a mission. He had a mission. Yeah, he had a mission. But he, he let himself he, be a tool. He still, right. He still became a tool. And then he fought for his own, like getting out of there. And then he went to get his revenge on the people who ruined his life. True. But the movie starts in 1992. Sorry. I just want to move on. A little bit <laughs> Doesn't this feel Sorry. like it could be an alternate, like, origin story for it, the prowler in like miles morales is like yeah across the across the spider-verse world because like 92 yes, would be about the age where the current prowler and miles morales oh world, you're right yeah i mean so yeah. he could become his own prowler in that sense you know a killmonger yeah. if you will at that point instead of becoming killmonger as we know him becomes the prowler yeah. the uncle uh uncle uncle childish gambia i don't know <laughs> uncle, uncle <Aaron. laughs> Uncle Aaron. Uncle Eric is not something that's going to happen anytime soon in my family. <laughs> no, not Uncle Eric. Uncle Aaron. Oh, there you His go. There Aaron. You go. Uncle Aaron. Aaron Davis. Yeah, uh, fuck Aaron. So yeah, <laughs> 1992. I, I just wanted to I wanted to touch on that because it's it's Oakland 92, and we swing the movie opens with Oakland 92 and ends with Oakland maybe 2016, maybe 2018. They're wishy washy people. It's very wishy-washy where this movie actually falls. Um, do you remember, though, I forgot to write it down, John, and I know you would have caught it. How far, how long has the king been dead at the beginning of this movie? To be honest, it's it like it just, it it's, it's been just a very, very, very short time. However long it took him to be engaged inside of Civil War, this is like right afterwards because news has yeah. not spread too terribly far. I know that's why I'm like Nakia it, it has seems not like heard has not days. gotten back to Nakia. It's been out there in the world press. I feel like we're maybe a week tops. I'll be quite yeah, honest. That's what I feel too. However long it took him to become involved with the situation in Civil War, really. Yeah. So that fits this movie um basically between Doctor Strange and Civil War. Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where this fits. And this is one of those first movies where Marvel likes to gloss over shit that's happened. Eternals with a celestial <laughs> in the ocean. They're, they gloss over the fact that it should be all over world news that all your heroes are fighting each other. And that there's this thing where heroes have to sign up and register. Everyone it's, should be talking like about a big it. Thing. I feel like they kept it kind of quiet. It's a tiny though. big thing. I mean, it, wouldn't it wouldn't it be in their best interest? Well, wouldn't thing. it be in their best interest to not make a big deal out of like Captain America going? But wouldn't it be them? a big interest to do the, to talk about the Sokovia Accords so you would tamp down any new people trying to be heroes? Perhaps if if the gym teacher in Queens is making jokes <laughs> about whether or not he is a war criminal, 
Good point. Yeah, but, I think he, it's but, big news. but he doesn't actually seem to understand any of the details. He's operating purely on like speculation. So there obviously news got out, but it wasn't like it was like plastered everywhere with specifics. All right. Just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. Back, back to 1992, um, Oakland, that California. I enjoy how they introduce us to not just the Dora, although we technically see the Dora. I believe we see the Dora in um, Civil War, if I remember correctly. If memory serves me. We saw them. We don't get their names, but I believe we see no, them. Right. Their I think you're they're right. Get names. Yeah, but they're wearing different clothes. They don't wear like their ceremonial like warrior armor. I believe they're in like suits. Um, but we get the we see the Dora, and then they do that really cool like hit the ground with the the staves and knocks the lights out for a second, and then the lights come back up, mm-hmm. and it's Black Panther standing there, which is just really cool. But I I love the it's these two Grace Jones looking chicks with spears <laughs> line, and it, I love that, especially as someone who know, actually knows who Grace Jones is, it makes it even funnier for me, uh, because it's true. <laughs> Eric, um, you can see Grace Jones in a James Bond movie. Uh, she's a villain in one of them. I believe it's the one with Christopher Thank Walken. Uh, I feel like you just say, mansplained to me. Like, Jesus. I did, because I know you don't. I know You're working real hard at these mansplains. <laughs> it went way over your head. I know it did. I could see. I'm looking at you in the video. I'm watching you. Uh, so, yeah, we see, we see T'Chaka <laughs> there. We see him in the outfit. And this is our first, like, Wakandans are in the US. They're all over the world. They have their own I what I like to think was maybe like a peace mission, like just a almost like to get out there. Like a secret invasion. It is uh-huh. a little bit like a secret invasion, maybe. And he was trying. He I was, was trying. trying. I was. Um, but then we get to see it and we see like the power of it. And it's just it's a cool opening scene with Tachaka. And then we jump back uh, to modern age, and we mm-hmm. see we see um, Black Panther in a plane, which is oh, a really I cool didn't scene. Notice, and then it he is. Freezes. I didn't notice. Did you know? Did you two notice this? The oh, okay. So when we jump, you know, it jumps from Oakland, and then we watch the Marvel logo go. Mm-hmm. Did you notice they cha- they digitally? Yeah, they changed, changed the, it um, to mm-hmm. all it's the now, Chadwick, all Chadwick, yes, the Marvel. Chadwick one. Yeah. It made me want to pop in my DVD just to watch the original one, just to what? see like what was difference on it. I like the Chadwick one a lot, but it was just odd, like because I know it had a different one. Oh uh, yeah. So that's why physical media is good. I have a copy of the original, and then I can see the whatever they want to show me forever because they'll constantly change it. So yeah, do you have uh, an original prison- copy of the Star Wars? Because that's like I do. That's gold at this point. I do. I have a DVD. There's one DVD copy of it. Nice. Um, I like when we get to see now we're with uh, T'Challa, his entrance of him on when he's on the plane and he's talking and he puts on the suit, like, don't freeze, never. And he puts got the helmet on, and he crosses the arms, and they just drop him. Hell of a superhero entrance. No joke. Yeah, very much. He was he was posing like no one's business. Florence Pugh would be calling him out. Poser. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but it's cool. And I, I, my, my, my note is just like hell of an entrance. It. Damn, he's a beast. Yep, he does freeze. He, of course, he's a fucking panther. He's so good. Oh man. Oh, 
Love it. Love he's it. so bite comfortable. Bite your like, ex everywhere. That's what you got to do. He's an he's a badass character, but Chadwick Boseman is so comfortable in this role, right? It just feels mm-hmm. like he is this character. He like brings he just gravitas. Walks he brings yeah. real presence to that character in a way he that just I don't walks think around like, done. This is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, jumping ahead, um, I just want to mention the first time we go into Wakanda mm-hmm. and, and that first shot of they fly the ship through the shield, it all opens up in front of our eyes, that music starts playing. Right. It's so it just get it still gives me chills even watching it. I've seen this movie multiple times, but that scene is one of my favorites. I just love it mm-hmm. for every reason I can think of. Um, we're gonna go then to Killmonger's entrance, which is just a wonderful entrance such on its own heist. when he's such a great heist. God, and he he does with what cracks me up on it, he if I'm going to call someone out on something, I'm going to call them on their BS. I know the answers generally before I ask the question. And so I love how he's like, what's this? And he's testing her. And then he mm-hmm. gets to, he gets to the hammer and he's like, now what's this? And as soon as she gives the wrong one, he's like, nope, wrong. Calls her out on it instantly. I love it so much. Oh, it's so good. And then the rest, and then he's like, you have all the security, but you weren't watching what you put in your body. And you're like, oh, you know, my oh, daughter, my you. my daughter made a specific comment. She's like, how did he get the thing in a coffee? And they cut back to the girl for the coffee. I said, you see her? And she's like, oh, yeah. she had a moment. And then when and she's now, like, how do they not see him on the camera? And I said, wait. And they cut to her with the phone. Jamie's like, oh. she's just having like these yeah. eye opening realizations where she's seeing the sequence of events and how. This, this, like this the movie is answering her off. questions for her. Yes. You know? I get on my kids a lot because so, they keep asking me answers that the movie will provide if they would just wait three seconds. <laughs> I have God, that is I can't lie, that is a pet peeve of mine. And I know I'm gonna have to deal <laughs> with it when Fitz gets older. It's, I know. My my them. son is my son oh, is God, my, my oldest son is a little bit worse at it than he than my daughter, but my oldest son has a tendency to ask me questions about something he's seen 14 times. And I've gotten to the point <laughs> now. Oh, no, I've gotten to the point now where I just turn it back on him and I say, You answer that question. Mm-hmm. And he can answer it. And I'm like, you don't need to ask me about a question you know the answer to. You're okay. And I can, now my daughter was I, can, I was pr- I was proud of my daughter because she was for once really paying attention to the details. And she started noticing like, wait a second. And so she was putting it together like a little bit of a mystery and I was like, wait, wait, there and she's like, "Oh." I can forgive kids. It's when a grown ass <laughs> adult is sitting so. there watching a fucking movie and like the coffee, how did it get in there? Oh god. Fucking Watch the movie. Get off your phone and watch the movie. It will answer, but I want to know the answer. That you can watch the movie. It's going to tell you. I feel like if this it has doesn't tell you all many times, this has happened to him way too many times. Oh, not to- I was about to say. <laughs> so I love the. You should watch what you put in your body. Yeah, and all of it starts to go down. How he plays everything, and the, here come the e- uh, EMTs, mm-hmm. and then. And the one guy, and he's like, "Hey, oh, he, no. come here, come here, come here, claw. You, you, you can run. You, yeah, I won't yeah, tell okay. anybody. Just go. Yeah, I won't tell anybody. And then when he shoots yeah, him, he's like, just... "Why'd you let him run?" He's like, "Cause you wanted to spread out. Makes it look like amateurs." 
Yeah. Oh, oh. it's so good. Andy it's, Circus. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, Andy Circus is so good. Oh, Thank God. you for saying amateurs. I want to circle back real quick. Um, Eric, I need you to take a quick note. I want you to write down today's date and take the timestamp and make it back by like five minutes. So I have 11.35. That's yep. the time that John has just cursed himself that his daughter is going to kill him. His daughter is now planning the perfect murder. Uh-huh, she's uh-huh. going to get you the coffee the right way. Although your case will be like tea or something. I don't drink tea. My daughter's oh, not going to kill you. My daughter loves me too much to murder me. So oh. I'm fine. Anna, hey, honey, honey, I love you. It's okay. oh. She won't ever listen to this Annabelle, podcast. But my wife. I would say, my Annabelle, wife, you better, you mm-hmm. better be 18 plus before you listen to this. Yes, please. Yeah, I know. She's not going to get my. Now, if my wife, we don't, we know. My wife and I know she wouldn't do that. So. I know. I know. Honey, She'll if you're listening. When she's 14. I think. Honey, in fairness, we all know she won't do that. <laughs> also, as you should Casey's know, I know I already asshole. have planned for this one. I planned for this one already, so it won't work. <laughs> He's already got blackmail evidence. If I don't make a phone call every fortnight, not the video <laughs> game, but every fortnight. Casey, just Casey, you just get a text message every like Wednesday, every other Wednesday. You're like, oh, there he is. Good, good to know. Good he's, to know. He's alive. <laughs> Everything's all good. the horse is in the barn yeah it is let's move on my daughter is not a killer but but what but what it does when i don't get that casey's daughter however one day oh i don't have a daughter Um, not yet eric if if i eric if i don't get that just remember i'm gonna text you i'm gonna take that off your hands for you and then you're gonna know you're gonna know the heist is on I love that line, by the way. I'm going to take that off your hands for you. It's not for sale. Yeah. And then the, remember the, and then they seize the mask and he's like, is that from Wakanda? No, no, I'm just feeling it, man. Yeah, it's just an awesome <sighs> mask. You just want to love oh, Michael man. B. You want to love Michael B. Jordan so much in this movie. He's so Santa charismatic. Santa. And oh. then I love like when they get out, like once did you, I mean, you probably noticed it. Um, when he gets into the ambulance as they're like they get his body in there and Andy Circus is closing the door and him and the woman just start making out. Oh yeah, I know. They just it's go, just one of those little touches, but it's so good. It's mm-hmm. such a great little moment of like, oh, she actually like they are a couple. He can love people mm-hmm. until later on in the mm-hmm. movie. I, say, I don't know if he can love it. people so much as he can use people. Yes. Yeah. There's that also. Of course. Uh, all right. So Yes, go ahead. Not to jump too far ahead, but when we get to South Korea. No, jump, jump, because uh, I'm... Jump Korea. I wasn't going to jump to South Korea yet. Oh, my gosh. South Korea, when they go on that mission, because Claw pops back up on their radar, mm-hmm. and they go after him. And so there's this that scene when they get to South Korea, and they're going undercover, and then they run into Ross oh, at the, this this exclusive club. And when Andy Circus. Comes in there as Claw, oh. and he's like, "Oh, you got an entourage? You releasing a rap?" I was like, oh, "I can give you the SoundCloud." No, he's like, like "No, please don't make <laughs> me like, listen to him." Such a fun. <laughs> don't make me listen to your awful music. <laughs> or later I... on in the sequence when he's running out the door and he he blows up the like the thing with all the cash and he's like, "I made it rain." <laughs> I honestly believe that like Claw has a demo album out there. God, he probably does. I hope. I hope like Marvel releases it sometime, (laughs) and Zemo dances to it. (laughs) This is this is one of those movies where you can just see Andy Serkis is just having the time of his life. Oh my gosh, he is in the scenery. Mm -hmm. He just eats it up. 
I feel bad that um, we had that we have to say goodbye to him as early as we do because it was yeah. just like, oh, well, unless the he's got gorillas true, to play though. <laughs> I'm gonna jump or super apes. super forward into shit that hasn't come out yet. But if the rumors are true that with Secret Wars they they are gonna do an all new, they're gonna reboot and do all new, all different Marvel universe. If they don't bring Andy Circus back, god damn it, they should. I just want Andy Circus. He's back. so right. good. I'm gonna, I know. Sweet love Andy Circus. I'm gonna. I'm going to jump back just for a second on Silver the... Surfer. I don't want him Silver Surfer. I want to see his face and stuff and having fun. Um, so I'm going to jump back to before that scene when we're in Wakanda, when we meet the princess, when we meet the queen, and like um, we meet Shuri for the first time. So great. Like the the dialogue and the banter between Shuri, like, did he, I just got to ask, did he freeze up? Oh, like a deer in headlights or whatever her line is. Mm-hmm. He's like, I did not. And and then like Shuri's walking off and she like flips off her brother and the yeah, mom's like, Shuri. She's like, ah, sorry, mom. Oh, the, the play between them is so yeah, good. It's The interaction between that. her and, and the Black Panther is so sibling-esque. Yeah. It, it, like it's, it's such, you can believe it. You did a believe very good it. job with that, yeah. You believe it. Yeah, it's perfectly class. And then we get to the whole ceremony which is one of the first times we get a true ceremony in Wakanda when they're um, mm-hmm. the um, the we Four were going to let someone challenge for the mm-hmm. throne. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. challenge day. Um, it, it's Mbaku yeah, challenge day. It's challenge day. God, I love Mbaku. Uh, but that too. whole secret, it's just so beautiful. And this is where they really show off how beautiful Wakanda is with all the colors and the clothing. You see all the people in the streets. Uh, it's just, it's so cool. Um, so I just we can't we can't not talk about that a little bit. So no, I know. It really it's, is. it's so awesome. Um, but then we do get to what you were talking about, and I just I have a a, a note I wrote. Okoye's wig is just Jeff's kiss. Like <laughs> when she's so pissed about it, and then she uses it like as a weapon. Hold on, then, I know. Yeah. Okay. She gets made in the, in the club, and that's when everything yeah. all hell breaks loose. Yeah, or oh, when Stan so the man decides, I'm just gonna keep you one. Take, I'm just gonna keep the... these chips right here for him. You know, yeah. The way you uh, we get we get the awesome car sequence that we were talking oh about. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. Before we that recorded, fight that's so good, so good. Yeah, oh. and with the oh, oh jump before the fight. Sorry, I forgot but when we see his new suit. And the joke Shuri does, I'm like, kick, just hit the suit. Yeah. And oh like, my god. Hits. Yes. It's like, no, don't hit it that hard. <laughs> and you're like, oh man. And then she's like, it's got this charge thing. All right, hit it again, the exact same spot, and then it throws him across the room. I know. So good. But it builds up like, oh, if that does it with a kick, what will it do yeah. with other things? And we see that they, that kinetic they come energy. back to it, and it's so cool in that car chase. It's amazing. It's amazing how much more dangerous that makes him as a fighter. When he puts that yeah. downforce on the like the engine of the of that one mm-hmm. SUV, like that's that's chasing oh, it. Just... But I love and of course Koye it's like the, it's that the spear. It's... Yes, that spear that awesome. she's, she's oh, the that best. Like, oh. She's if I, I would argue she's probably the best hand to hand combat fighter in the MCU. I'd give her that. I would say that's a good. She's bet one there. of them for sure. That's a good bet there. She's one for sure. I'd have to think on it, but I she's definitely in the top five, a hundred percent. Oh, the top yeah. five. I love when they um, when they blow up their car and she comes skidding down and then um, <laughs> Nakia is still in the seat, like and Lapita's just there, like oh, and then Ross comes to the rescue to get him yeah. to pick him up. Yeah, um, I love the the, the tech where Shuri, 
it, it was in that actual instance it was mm-hmm. um but then you know they're gonna save him later so the colonizer um, what are you doing God, i love that sure calls him colonizer. the colonizer Everyone i love that <laughs> that's such a good um, line such an accurate I love the the tech that sh- they put on the car so Shuri can control it. Yes. but then it comes back later, which yeah. is so cool with Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then Eric, because you were saying when they're doing like, oh, we're not gonna make it, and he's like, hold on, and he jumps to the side of the car and somehow right? tilts it. I still don't know how he actually grabs. It's like it he up, grabs it I... like a motorcycle and whips it around. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Like you, like so, you see oh. the badasses on a motorcycle like touch the ground and and hit a sharp corner you know and use and their everybody's ground. stinking cell phones really prevented him from carrying out true justice yeah fuck I you know. guys and your fucking cell, cell, phones. cell phones and this is uh, why I don't have social media that's right <laughs> so that yeah. I can watch the Hot death of claw <laughs> on the street <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> So we we rest claw and I love the when Ross is like, all right, I'm gonna interrogate him. And she's like, Why are we letting him do it? Like, no, we're gonna do it. We're just gonna let him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Black Panther's just like or T'Challa's like, we're just gonna have some fun. Let's just watch this clown show happen. <laughs> as, I did like the El Dorado yeah. comparison that people were looking in the wrong yeah. continent. I was like, I'd like that yeah. as a little like like a mythological story about Wakanda yeah. was that it's really what they were looking for and when they were looking for El Dorado, except they just happened to be looking in the wrong place. Right. I thought that was well, a it kind of little... circles back. It circles back in Wakanda forever. Yes, that same con- that same concept with Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Like you're yep. just looking in the wrong place. With Talacon, yeah. You're looking, yep. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought that was an interesting uh, with... take that, you know, there were stories and myths and yeah. it's been out there, you know, and Claw has obviously mm-hmm. been looking and invested in it for a very long time because he's mm-hmm. way ahead of the curve I, in terms of understanding what's going on here than most of them right yeah I, I appreciate the when Ross touches Panther and Okoye is like in <laughs> in Wakandan is like if he touches you again I'm gonna take his like I'm gonna <laughs> stab his hand with the spear <laughs> but she does it with that smile and when you're if you watch it without reading it it is almost like she says something friendly and then uh-huh. ross is confused and then the, the, the it goes on for a minute and then ross is like yeah this is this is how you negotiate like this is how you do it mm-hmm. uh, i also like the does she speak english ross when is horrible at this to. by the way <laughs> not his forte it's not his forte so do you think at this point in time he's sorry spoiler for future what? marvel stuff Don't you haven't it. seen future marvel stuff i'm sorry do you think he's married to Val at this point in time? Oh. Yes, maybe. Who you knows? think so? No. Do you think they he's they're, a... divorced. they're divorced already? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he comes in the MCU divorced. Yeah, I okay. think that relationship's over. All right, maybe that's why he's over here in in Africa. Maybe he was punished. That's maybe his punishment from Val. Uh, all right, so we get into the the interrogation where you were talking about with like. He's given away all the secrets. Mm-hmm. I love how they're like, you stole like all their vibranium. Like, tch, I didn't steal all their vibranium. I took like a percent, like right. okay. a percent one. They've got enough in a mountain forever. Yeah, they'll never they'll never reach the end of it, basically. Yeah, it's it's just it's so they cool. And then you see the service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's, that's the point in time where all of a sudden you see 
um, T'Challa and Okoye starting to be like, oh, maybe we need to stop this. And fortunately, yeah. Killmonger comes in and and shuts it all down. But it's it's it a really kills cool, Ross. Almost kills almost. him. But and of course, there is the there is Ross the little to be on their side. Well, yeah, and T'Challa sees the sees the ring. There's something yeah, there yeah. he has to follow. Yeah. Of course, uh, it's, just, so it's then... good vision. He must have. You think he wears contacts? I mean, he really, <laughs> really caught Panther it. No, vision. he probably doesn't have to. Pan- not with that orb. That uh, the the heart shaped herb. He probably doesn't. True. That's yeah. True. Panther vision. Panther vision. <laughs> Panther sense. So, <laughs> so now Claw, Claw, and Killmonger are doing their thing. The uh-huh. Chala is going to go back to do his thing. He's got to get back. Oh, we didn't save the day. We're going to go back. Killmonger, the scene with Killmonger trying to get into Wakanda is one of those moments that just catches you off guard because mm-hmm. he like he starts shooting and you kind of feel that, that you sense that the other bad guys are going to tr- get killed but then when he goes after Claw and then when Claw holds the girlfriend hostage mm-hmm. and then he's just like that she's nothing and he just kills her which is and the so whole point of the kissing scene previously yeah. which is why Absolutely. I'm like eh. Yeah, they're it just is, trying to make but, you think like, oh, it's a it's a red herring, if you will. But it's good. It's great that they do it. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's where I was like, it's they build that. Mm-hmm. So then, Claw gets killed. So then he walks into Wakanda, dragging Claw's body. Yeah, fucking dark. With, and then he, <laughs> who are you? I need to see you. And then he does the lip. Yeah. So that he can do it. So. What do you think? I've always wondered this. What is is it a tattoo? Is it um? I think it's a tattoo. What, using, is it a I think it's a tattoo using No, it's a tattoo using, using vibranium. It's like it's we woven in. I think that's you my think so? speculation on it because that would be the easiest thing. It would be hard to plant something like subdermal in someone's skin like that. But I think if you tattooed it using vibranium, so it obviously gives off that special glow. That's the same because they talk tattoo. about they maybe weave they it into use... their clothes because even Claw yeah. says it's woven into their clothes, like it's in yeah. everything. Maybe she's so, born with it. Maybe it's maybe. Maybe it's vibranium. <laughs> 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 yes, that would be a good one. So I like when they find Killmonger that it is Koye's husband who yeah. finds it, and it starts mm-hmm. to open up the rift between her and her husband yeah which is just a a nice story technique to use he gets in there and he he gets to the council and he challenges and black panther for t'challa for you know out of um, honor accepts it he shouldn't have accepted it but he accepts the challenge yeah and you know bad things happen from there but this is when we do find out from zuri that he was the man at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He was the other guy. I think they called him James. Uncle and, James. Uh, he's beginning. what that's what Killmonger calls him. Yeah. Uh so we get that. He's gonna lose, which and thrown off the waterfall. Zuri gets killed. And so we get the new king, which starts off get, but to me it's this is where act three kind of starts. Is yeah. we've got the new king, we've got to dethrone the king, everything's in turmoil. We got family in hiding. They save Ross. They could have easily yeah. let Killmonger have Ross, but they save him. We have the important line that comes, the important scene that comes back in the next movie with um, 
where Koye and the Dora Milaje side with the new king. Yes, because they, they have loyalty to. to the throne. Yeah. 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 And Ramonda's like, you should have, in the next movie, like, you should have had loyalty to me. But you see that starting to build in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, they get out there, they go and seek refuge with who you would think would not want to help them, Mbaku, but he's very sympathetic for him. Well, and he, by the way, he, he was, also chews up scene himself. If you remember, he was given the chance. Yeah, he was given the chance to um concede. And I think he also yeah. chews and up scene. Yeah, he I does. Will, and if he... you speak again, I will feed you to my children. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. We're all vegetarians. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, I love him well, too. It, you he's, can see that he's, they he's love one him of my because favorites. in movie two, he gets more. He gets yeah, way more. Oh, he's so good. Um, so the next thing, um, when he gets, when he becomes the new Panther, a um, warmonger, not Mbaku, when warmonger becomes, a killmonger, sorry, killmonger becomes the new Panther, he burns all the herb, mm-hmm. which becomes a, a huge plot piece um, for future movies because they need the herb and they don't have it. I yeah. burn all the herb. <laughs> Different type of herb. Different yes. type of herb. You may not right, want to right, burn that right, type of herb. All right, all right. Um, we learned that Killmonger wants to use tech to take over the world. And um, yeah, we're off to the races. Things are starting to go down. We find out T'Challa is still alive. He comes in to save the day right at the right time because they somehow know that Killmonger is about to he, get all this tech out there. He also reminds him that the challenge was never done because That's right. he did not die and he did not concede. That's true. This Got him true. on technicality, my friend. My note the, at this point in time is the Mitch McConnell the of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say those two names together. Yeah. Will the real Black Panther please stand up? That was my note. When you see like the explosion and T'Challa comes out of the like the smoke right before mm-hmm. he says, "I I didn't. I'm a Manutan bitter. I didn't die. I'm still alive." Um, and then everyone's starting to fight. We see the Dormelage going after Killmonger, and he becomes what I refer to as the Gold Panther because he's got a yeah. lot of gold um, in mm-hmm. his suit. The leopard, though, that's what we discovered. The the his his he little does have leopard he pieces too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shuri and Nakia are helping Ross, so they're going to let Ross because he's a pilot try to stop the planes. Mm-hmm. And I do love that. I made it American for you. <laughs> Like the interior, which is great. There's um, a lot of trust on their end for Ross very quickly. Well, he owes them their life. I think he it's a life it. debt. He's a life debt. It's a life yeah. debt. And he proves it within when he, right? I think when um, Wakanda's taken over, I think he helps prove that he's on their mm-hmm. side. He also gives them uh, valuable intel about Eric's training. Yes. And that he actually has received training in a way that makes him very dangerous because he's someone who has actually trained to take down governments like he's doing. Yeah. All Eric's have that training. Fair. Yes. It's true. There can I can't talk about it. There could be only one. They can't they can't give our Eric's. We can't we can't get in proximity of each other. Yeah, we can't give our Eric's government clearance for a reason. There could only be one Eric Northman. It's (laughs) only properly spelled Eric's too, so there's a lot oh, of K's probably. out there left out. Let's ha- say it has to be with a K. No. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we get 
I like that um, Nakia is like, I don't want to wear the armor. But she ends up wearing it because she, she's not happy that she has to wear like the red armor. <clears throat> but she's like, it's just going to save you. It's to protect your body. Um, mm-hmm. I love Shuri's like panther gauntlet gloves thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me we'll a little like Tony Stark. We will see it again. Um, and then we they're fighting. Everyone's fighting. Ross is saving the day. Ross stay. He could get out of there. But he stays in harm's way so that he can stop the planes. Yeah, which shows another level of trust for Ross. Um, Killmonger gets knocked down into the pit, and Panther has that wonderful idea of start up the trains because the trains mm. have the the thing that'll nullify vibranium, right? Yeah. And it'll nullify the suit. Yeah, um, and this is the only scene in the movie that, to me, the effects fall apart because there's spots really? where, like, you clearly can tell that those are some CG people fighting. Yeah, it does get a little bit. Yeah, but this is the only scene in the movie that I accept it though at that point. Like, a lot of fast pacing going on it. there. So yeah. I accept it just like I accept the DH Harrison Ford and Dial of Destiny. I'm still gonna call it out. <laughs> like it happens. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. CG, not always perfect. Then, you know, Tatala's going to win the day. Shocker, spoiler, he wins the day. And what? he's going to let Killmonger um, see the one last sunset. He grants him that re- last request. Yep. Which shows he's a benevolent king. He's He truly deserves to have the, the throne, uh, to me, at that point. That's he's, also, he he's also learned. He's also learning, because yeah. what we see next with him and the outreach in Oakland, you know. Yes, which I... That I I like that. What that's like a tribute in a way. It? That's like a tribute. That's almost like a tribute to him. Oh, it definitely is a tribute because he buys the exact building. Yep, the yeah. the building that um the mistake happened. Does he call it a consulate? Do you remember what he refers to it as? It's their outreach because he's center. like I bought this it's an outreach outreach center. center. It's an outreach. Center. Yeah, it's like yeah. I yeah. I bought that building and that building and that building. And mm-hmm. I here's where I would love for this to go in the future. I know they probably won't do it, but I would love if this becomes the heart of the West Coast Avengers. That would be cool. If this becomes like West Coast Avenger Mansion, um, I think it could be just fun. They could even have like be the, um, the Young Avengers maybe be there. That would be cool. Let too. them be kind of like the West Coast. Um, but it's cool. And that Shuri gets to kind of lead it, the tech side of it anyway. That would be yeah. cool. Or yeah. Riri Williams again. Riri Williams. Riri will eventually, but um, it's not going to get mentioned again. <laughs> Fair enough. Spoilers. Um, Why? So Why did you say this? I know. I know. I'm all. I'm all spoilery today. Um, tag one. We get. Um, Wakanda is going to share tech and knowledge with the world. Mm-hmm. They're opening up. They're opening up, or are they? I don't know. And then tag two, we get to see Bucket Bonds up and running. That's he's true. no longer in cryostasis. He's not. And he's missing an arm. Now he's doing he's doing real therapy now. Damn. He is doing real therapy. Um and he's he's doing the, books, the work. He white tiger. <laughs> yeah, they call him Dark, the white tiger. white tiger. Yeah, the white the white tiger is what they refer to him. Yeah. No, I thought it was white um, wolf. One of those two. I don't think he's white wolf. I think it's tiger. I don't know. We'll fact check it all there. Uh, but anyway, that's 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 Black Panther. That is that is some Black Panther. So before we 
get into um, what we're watching next week and our final thoughts. Um, Eric, can you tell us about a library? Can I? <clears throat> All right, I will. Actually, this week's a little bit more uh, of a somber, somber kind of approach, and we're going to include some stuff in the uh, show notes. So please go to it uh, at this point. Right? Don't don't wait for me to keep talking. Please go to our show notes um, and and look at the links that we've put there. Because this uh, this library is a special call out. This is for the Lahaina Public Library in Lahaina, Hawaii. Uh, for those of you keeping score, nine six seven six one is the zip code. So, the Lahaina Public Library. For those of you who don't know, we've been struck uh, by a tragic, um, I don't know, just wildfire, brush fire, kind of come to life in in a horrible capacity across all of Maui. It's been a couple of weeks now at this point that we're 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 speaking here, uh, but things are just gone, the, the town in general, so uh, Lahaina, uh, that is. So there's a public library there, um, Lahaina Public Library. It opened in March um, of 1956 on the site of a former royal tarot patch. Uh, belonging to, I'm going to butcher this, King Kamehameha the Third, Kamehameha, Kamehameha, Kamehameha. Yeah. Okay, thank you, King Kamehameha the Third. Uh, let's go with that one. Um, it was a 9,031 square foot library, which served the local community as well as many of the tourists uh, that visited the area. It was a, a tourist hotspot, Lahaina. Um. A in 2012, and sorry, in 2012, a $280,000 uh, renovation was completed. Um, thanks in part to the Rotary Club of Lahaina, uh, some other groups, including the Maui Friends of the Library and, and some other private donors, I'm sure. Uh, this did not cost the state, so that was all done by, by simply friends and, and donors. And then we get to kind of the sad fact of the Lahaina, which people can probably guess for those of you who who already know about the Maui wild wildflowers, uh, the Maui wild wildfires. Forgive me. Um, the Lahaina Public Library is currently closed. Uh, it's due to the wildfire and the resulting damage. A message from the library themselves. Uh, I'll read it verbatim. While only the walls of our library are left. Our staff are unharmed and standing strong. Thank God. I'll add that in. Uh, the staff of the statewide system will be here to support you in the coming weeks, months, and years. So for those of you in the Lahaina region or in the Maui region uh, around Lahaui, uh, Lahaina, sorry, um, there are options. Please please double check if you need your local library. But what I'm actually encouraging, and I'm asking for, for our listeners too, uh, please think about donating to uh, the Maui Strong Fund uh, with uh, the the Hawaii Community Funds um, and, and just some of the 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 um, the community funds, the charities there, the Red Cross is there. Um, a lot of them are there. So please, it's very easy to do a search. Go through their government. They have recommended uh, vendors through. The Maui government uh, websites. So if you can get into their their kind of local state websites, forgive me for not having that off the top of my head. Um, it's a great place to donate. Anything helps at this point. the The town of Lahaina was severely damaged, um, and obviously the library was too. 
So anything you can do uh, to help. Sorry for the kind of downer of the public library today, Casey, but that's Lahaina. Um, it, it had one public library, and at the moment it is closed for the foreseeable future uh, due to natural disaster. So please give give till it hurts if you can. I agree. Um, I agree. I think that's a good one. I think that's a great choice um, this week. And so I definitely um, I'm all in. I love it. Please donate if you can. Um, and it is King Kamehameha III. I know how to pronounce it because of Dragon Ball Z. Thank you. So that's, that's good news. That's actually how I know. I Kamehameha. I like that. Kamehameha. All right. So next week, we are going to watch Avengers Infinity War. Woo-woo! And because I'm evil, we're also going to th- watch I Am Groot Season 2. Coming and out soon. We'll then, coming out soon. Coming Tomorrow. out Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. I'm pretty sure it's Wednesday. Um, we will also um, be having, won't be going straight to end game. So if you're watching along, I'm sorry. There'll be something in between. Um, Infinity War and Endgame. So, is that how it Sorry. actually happened? How it actually happened too. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It was, was two, two years, films, two uh, films, two films in between. Oh. Yeah, two films in between. You just don't think about it, Eric. But um, yeah, I don't. So anyway, that's what uh, that's what we're gonna do. So um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Last thoughts. Last thoughts for this wonderful movie. Which one of you wants to? To go first on your last. I'll let thoughts. John go first. I know he wants to. I just think let this Eric movie is, is right. something worth appreciation. I think I've sent almost more than enough on this. And if you know you want to know anything more about it, it is the second ranked film in my letterbox. So I give it five stars. I'll end with my thoughts there. I put it in front of Thor Ragnarok, behind Spider Man into the Spider Verse. But um, I just think it's a, a fantastic film. Everything it brings to the table, including its characters, its development of story, its exposure, its ability to teach and have us learn and experience things from a different point of view is fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Um, Eric, let me pull up your letterbox real fast. What you got, <laughs> Eric? What you got? I I'll, I'll say I I love it. It's a great movie. Um, I think one of the things I really like about it, watching it again, was the fact that it stands alone so well. Um, you really don't have to come into this movie with prior MCU context, and you really don't need to leave this movie with the expectation that you'll go watch more. Right? It, it, I mean, they they do give a tease at the end of the the credits that he will return. But otherwise, this is a standalone movie. It's a standalone. It's weird because superhero standalone movies don't come often. I feel like in the MCU, especially, you you kind of get used to something setting up a, a larger world. But this really feels like it's a just a a top to bottom story. Um, the Black Panther himself, T'Challa, really goes through quite the character arc. Um, obviously, having the prior knowledge of Civil War is helpful, but. But nonetheless, by the time his final kind of uh, his interview, his press press conference, whatever, at the end, you know, at that point, he's really kind of gone through some differences and some changes. And it's it's really one of my favorites watching again. It wasn't one of my favorites when I first watched it. Um, It felt kind of disjointed at times. But watching it again, it actually felt very smooth um, and, and very kind of in a good flow in terms of its action. 
Um, and its action is awesome. So I gave it five stars. I like it. Um, it came in third, you know, in terms of what do I want to watch it more or less of, you know, sort of speak, uh, right behind Civil War, but right in front of uh, the original X-Men. So let me guess, you really, really love this movie a lot. You need <laughs> to get a towel hate. and a. I thought you hate you wipe, hate Marvel. You wipe, hate wipe, You gotta wipe your chin off. You got some, uh, some drool. You better uh, oh my slob god. a snob oh my there. God. Oh my god! <laughs> family pod, family pod. Oh, I'm so so. I'm I'm so sorry. It's it's like it's like <laughs> that right there. That's, that's, how you, that's your thoughts on it. <laughs> So I broke I broke uh Eric. This is John, that's that's how Eric is uh mm. loving this movie. Gotcha. All right, so let me get to, <laughs> let me get to, <laughs> let me get to uh my thoughts on this one. It just um, slides right in. <laughs> it just slides right in. <laughs> so I, I I enjoy this movie like um like like Patriots uh um, He hates it. Like it it's it movie. is it's a fun it's a fun movie. I really enjoy um, the costumes, the music, the storytelling, just the way they do the elements and like set things up. It it doesn't set up other things for the Marvel universe, but it feels like a lived-in world. This is one of the first movies where I feel like it actually feels like a lived-in world because we're yeah. seeing characters again that we've seen and we're hearing things and learning things and it all just fits together so nicely it's less world building more world realization yeah it's just oh it's so good and chadwick boseman so good and lapita is so good and like everyone is is so amazing in this um in this movie so i give i do give this movie five stars i really enjoy this movie a lot um it is number nine on my list you hate this Um, movie there are two there are two groups that are um in there so if you take out the groups it's at least um you know number wow look at you trying to, you trying to make know. it sound better than it like no but i'm just I, <laughs> I still like i got i have 101 things on this list it is number nine out of 101 that's pretty damn impressive um i do like it, it is gone up in my list from mm-hmm. my when i originally did this because i double checked it has gone up same. So I'm so like you. I like it more every time I watch this movie. I like it more because um, I just catch more details. So um, right. yeah, it's 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 very good. I'd be curious to like in a year to rewatch all these again. Um, at least just MCU only this time. Um, and see if it still fits there. But it's it's good. Number nine is a great place to be. Um, I like this movie, Eric, but not as much as you. Not as much yeah. as me. Not as much as you. you that's all right. Hate Chadwick Boseman. I love Chadwick Boseman so much. Oh, I, I, I love Shuri so much. Oh my God, Shuri's so great. Give me a Shuri movie. Shuri and Madison. Man, if only they could give us like Shuri hey, taking on the powers. Remember, I've already proposed the movie. We can throw Shuri into that movie, the unofficials movie that I'm pitching to you guys. That's what we need to think of. She's official now. She's official. We should talk about that more. She's official. And for another podcast. For another podcast. And if you want to follow us, ladies and gentlemen, to learn about more of our random thoughts with other things with other <laughs> podcasts, um, you can uh, you can follow us on the Insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents on the Twitter at not funny guys pod blue sky the not funny guys. You can also write us 
Um, give us some comments, thoughts, questions, concerns. Tell us we're wrong about things. That happens a lot. We love that. Oh, I'm but not. don't ask us. Don't don't tell us about the million dollars that you have put away for us that we can't touch. Just don't do that. But you can write us at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com, and we will read your emails. Sorry we couldn't get to the people this week, but uh, we had stuff to talk about. And I ran long in the pre-show. You can find me um, on Twitter at Vash underscore Maxwell, Letterbox at Vash Maxwell, Hive, Casey Franklin, um, Blue Sky. You can find me at Casey Franklin. I don't do the LinkedIn. I don't do the Insta. Eric can be found on the Twitter. Nope, he can't be found on Twitter. He can be found on Letterbox though, at Eckley on Hive. Nope, not there either. LinkedIn, yep, you can find him there. His name at um, Insta. This is where you want to follow him, ladies and gentlemen. Hot honey underscore comics. Don't he's know. getting all sticky just for you. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. I'm so sorry, <laughs> folks. I'm so sorry. He's going to be on Blue Sky soon. I swear. I? I'm We're so going to make it happen. I'm so sorry, everyone. We're make it happen. John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. I'm no longer on really on Twitter anymore, but you can find me on the same handle I used to use on Twitter on Blue Sky at arching with a PhD. Uh, I am on LinkedIn if you want to go searching for me, but I do want to plug. Um, I started recently using Substack. Uh, I'm doing some writing there. You can subscribe for free to see some of the stuff I'm doing. You can subscribe for a paid one. Uh, your choice. Uh, I would appreciate any kind of support free or otherwise, but you can find me at esotericbydesign.substack.com. Um, and check it out. Most of my stuff at this point is free, but I'm going to start doing some paid stuff for anybody who's interested, maybe even doing some podcast readings of some of my own writing that I'm doing there. I share more of my thoughts on culture, politics, a little bit, all kinds of fun stuff. I recently am in the middle of uh, sharing a five-part story series I did. So nice. if you're interested, check it out. Um, How's Book Watch, by the way? Forgot to ask that earlier. Oh, uh, yeah, you didn't get to see this. I'll, I'll hold this up. You look carefully. This giant binder here is, uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen, it is a binder that is eight feet thick, <laughs> full <laughs> yeah, of it's, women. It's a two-inch binder <laughs> full of uh, basically a printed-out version that I can revise <laughs> that I'm working on the book. But I will keep you posted on further updates. I'm in the middle of now of writing up a submission plan. Uh, now that I'm clear of turning in my tenure portfolio at my university this past Thursday, Friday, hey, hey. Uh, I shared that with Eric when we joined on the Y podcast uh, last week, but that has been officially turned in. Now I can turn my attention to this and I will right. keep you I want, posted. We want the exclusive. We oh, want you'll get the exclusive it. Get it. of the book. You'll get it. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Reels. Next week, um, look forward to some Avengers Infinity War yeah. and hopefully nothing crazy. We'll be a little bit more sane, I promise. Eric will have uh, not been morning drinking. Ah, day drinking, not morning. <laughs> I'm responsible. John was morning drinking. <laughs> He's responsible. <laughs> Remember, everyone, be responsible out there. Drive safely. Drive fast, take chances. No, don't do that. Be safe, everybody. <laughs> Till next time. Say no to drugs. There we go. Good one. Jeff's kiss. Well, say no to some drugs. Say not funny guys again. No. Not funny guys again. No, can you say not funny guys?